that. But you're looking at a testimony. Because in spite of all that I've seen, God's hand has been over my life since I gave my life to the Lord. I want you to know that I've been running for God and I'm chased. I haven't had no sex. Hey, 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 welcome back to Chew the Bible. I promise y'all I'll play a little. <laughs> I had no sex recording <laughs> a couple episodes ago. I realized I didn't do it. So there you go. Ah, man. Cuffing season is right around the corner. Cuffing season is right around the corner. Ah, what's your boy gonna do? What's your boy gonna do? We're in Ezekiel chapter 23. The word of the Lord came again to me saying, Son of man, there were two women, the daughters of one mother. They committed harlotry in Egypt. They committed harlotry in their youth. Their breasts were there. Their breasts were there embraced. Their breasts were there embraced. Okay, okay, I got it, I got it, my bad. Their breasts were there embraced. The virgin bosom was pressed. Their names, Ahola, the elder, and Ahalaiba, Aholiba, I like that name, her sister, they were mine. And they bore sons and daughters, as for their names, Samaria is Ahola, and Jerusalem is Aholiba. I like those names. If I have another daughter, maybe I'll name Aholiba. The older sister, that's like you know you had... When I see certain names, I'm like, yeah, yo, I go, I, I love this. That's one of the things I like to tell people. Like, I know your parents were like, your parents must be hardcore Christian. Like, when I see people, that's like a little evangelist tip. Like, we go out at a store, and you see a guy with a name tag on. You know, be nice to him, of course, or a guy, a gal. Um. And they have certain names that are very biblical. One of the things I love to say is, your parents must have been hardcore Christians. <laughs> and they'll be like, why? Oh, and then I'll be like, your name? I'll point to the name tag. They were mine, and they bore sons and daughters. As, as for their names, Samaria is Ahola, and Jerusalem is Aholibah. Next heading, the older sister Samaria, Ahola, played the harlot even though she was mine and she lusted for her lovers, the neighboring Assyrians, who were clothed in purple, captains and rulers, all of them desirable young men, horsemen riding on horses. Verse 7, thus she committed her harlotry with them, all of them choice men of Assyria, and with all for whom she lusted. 
With all their idols, she defiled herself. She has never been she has never given up her harlotry and brought from Egypt. For in her youth they had lain with her, pressed her virgin bosom, and poured out their immorality upon her. Therefore I have declared her into the hand of her lovers, into the hand of the Assyrians for whom she lusted. They uncovered her nakedness, took her away sons and daughter took away her sons and daughters, and slew her with the sword. She became a byword among women, for they had executed judgment on her. Next heading is the younger sister, Jerusalem. They got a lot more headings, I've noticed, than my Tony Evans Bible. I'm reading out of my dad's New King James Version Bible, the Spirit Filled Life Bible. Now, although her sister Aholibah saw this, she became more corrupt in her lust than she, and in her harlotry, more corrupt than her sister's harlotry. She lusted for the neighboring Assyrians, captains and rulers, clothed most gorgeously, horsemen riding on horses, all of them desirable young men. Then I saw she was defiled. Both took the same way, but she increased her harlotry. She looked at men portrayed on the wall, images of Chaldeans portrayed in vermilion, girded with belts around their waist, flowing turbans on their heads, all of them looking like captains in the manner of the Babylonians of Chaldea, the land of their nativity. As soon as her eyes saw them, she lusted for them and sent messengers to them in Chaldea. Then the Babylonians came to her into the bed of love, and they defiled her with their immorality. So she defi- she was defiled by them and alienated herself from them. She revealed her harlotry and uncovered her nakedness. Then I alienated myself from her as I had alienated myself from her sister. Yet she multiplied her harlotry and calling to remembrance the days of her youth when she had played the harlot in the land of Egypt, for she lusted for her paramours. What's the name of a group or a singer? A singer named Paramore. Let's look at it real quick. What you gonna do? Is it fun living in a big world? There's a singer named Paramore. Paramore means a lover, especially the illicit partner of a married, <coughs> a married person. Mistress, let me see here. Pair, ain't it fun? Is that the same group? Okay, they spell it differently. Okay, she spells it P A R A M O R E. Wow, I didn't know the girl that sang this song was white girl. I, th- I always thought she was like some light-skinned chick. Ain't no crying to your mama, cause you're on your own. Wow. I thought, man, that totally... <laughs> man, why I looked that up, man? I always thought it was a cute little light-skinned chick singing that song. <laughs> Not that it should matter. Uh, we're going to call this episode Paramore. I, I, I need to get some type of... Uh, the listens have been going up. We need, I need to get some type of... Uh, 
some kind of a, what do you call it, ad going on here for this podcast. Today's recording is brought to you by Synergy Raw Kombucha. Whenever I'm a little thirsty, not that thirsty, the other kind of thirsty, I need something to quench my thirst that's healthy. It's going to renew, rebalance, rebuild, reclaim, and rekindle, recharge my body without drinking coffee. Has over, what does the back of this thing say? There's a little phrase I got on here. Yeah, 9 billion living probiotics. How is that possible? 9 billion. How can they, how can they claim that there's 9 billion living probiotics? How? How is that possible? How do you know? Anyway, it's delicious and nutritious. They even have a lovely word of enlightenment on the back here. Anyway, when I'm thirsty, the other kind of thirsty, drink what I drink. Synergies. GT's Synergy. Raw kombucha. Bon appetit. I gotta work on that. Alright, uh, when I do get the real commercials, I stay focused. Let's go back. Where was I? Paramore. She lusted for the neighboring Assyrians. Verse 12. Captains and rulers clothed most gorgeously, horsemen riding on horses, all of them desirable young men. Then I saw that she was defiled. Both took the same way, but she increased her harlotry. She looked at men portrayed on the wall, images of Chaldeans portrayed in vermilion, girded with belts around their waist, flowing turbans on their heads, all of them looking like looking like captains. In the manner of the Babylonians of Chaldea, the land of their nativity, as soon as her eyes saw them, she lusted for them and sent messengers to them in Chaldea. Then the Babylonians came to her into the bed of love, and they defiled her with their immorality, so she was defiled by them and alienated herself from them. She revealed her heart of the tree and uncovered her nakedness. Then I alienated myself from her as I had alienated myself from her sister. Yet she was multiplied... She multiplied her harlotry and calling to remembrance the days of her youth when she had played the harlot in the land of Egypt, where she lusted for her paramours, whose flesh is like the flesh of donkeys, and whose issue is like the issue of horses. What issue are we talking about? I'm talking about my issue, her issue. Thus you called to remembrance the lewdness of your youth when the Egyptians pressed your bosom because of your youthful breast. Judgment on Jerusalem, verse 22. Therefore, Oholibah, thus says the Lord God, Behold, I will stir up your lovers against you from whom you have alienated yourself, and I will bring them against you from every side. The Babylonians, all the Chaldeans, Pekod, Shoah, Koah, all the Assyrians with them, all of them desirable young men, governors and rulers, captains and men of renown, all of them riding on horses, and they shall come against you with chariots, wagons, and war horses, with a horde of people, they shall array against you, buckler, shield, and helmet all around. I will delegate judgment to them, and they shall judge you according to their judgments. I will set my jealousy against you, and they shall steal ferociously with you. They shall remove your nose and your ears, and your remnant shall fall by the sword. They shall take your sons and your daughters, and your remnant shall be devoured by fire. They shall also strip you of your clothes and take away your beautiful jewelry. Thus I will make you cease your lewdness and your harlotry brought from the land of Egypt, so that you will not lift your eyes to them. 
nor remember Egypt anymore. For thus says the Lord God, surely I will deliver you into the hand of those you hate, into the hand of those from whom you alienate yourself, alienated yourself. They will deal hatefully with you, take away all you have worked for and leave you naked and bare. The nakedness of your harlotry shall un be uncovered, both your lewdness and your harlotry. I will do these things to you because you have gone as a harlot after the Gentiles, because you have become defiled by their idols. You have walked in the way of your sister. Therefore, I will put her cup in your hand. Thus says the Lord God, you shall drink of your sister's cup, the deep and wide one. It shall be laughed. You shall be laughed to scorn and held in derision. It contains much. You will be defiled with drunkenness and sorrow, the cup of horror and desolation, the cup of your sister Samaria. You shall drink and drain it. You shall break it shard, its shards and tear at your own breast, for I have spoken, says the Lord God. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, because you have forgotten me and cast me behind your back, therefore you shall bear the penalty of your lewdness and your harlotry. Let's see if my friend Lisa McDowell messaged me back yet. Nope. <sighs> Both sisters judge. That's the next heading. The Lord also said to me, Son of man, will you judge Aholila, Ahola, and Aholiba? Then declare to them their abominations, for they have committed adultery, and blood is on their hands. They have committed adultery with their idols, and even sacrificed their sons, whom they bore to me, passing them through the fire to devour them. Moreover, they have done this to me. They have defiled my sanctuary on the same day and profaned my Sabbaths, for after they had slain their children for their idols, on the same day they came into my sanctuary to profane it, and indeed, thus they have done in the midst of my house. Furthermore, they sent for men to come from afar to whom a messenger was sent, and there they came, and you washed yourself for them, painted your eyes, and adorned yourself with ornaments. You sat on a stately couch with a table prepared before it, on which you had set my incense and my oil. The sound of a carefree multitude was with her, and Sabians were brought from the wilderness with men of the common sort, who put bracelets on their wrists and beautiful crowns on their heads. Then I said concerning her who had, who had grown old in adulteries, will they commit harlotry with her now and she with them? Yet they went into her as men go into a woman. Who plays the harlot? Thus they went into a holy and a holy by the lewd women. But righteous men will judge them after the manner of adulteresses, and after the manner of women who shed blood, because they are adulteresses, and blood is on their hands. For thus says the Lord God: Bring up an assembly against them, give them up to trouble and plunder. The assembly shall stone them with stones and execute them with their swords. And shall slay their sons and their daughters and burn their houses with fire. Thus I will cause lewdness to cease from the land, that all women may be taught not to practice your lewdness. They shall repay you for your lewdness, and you shall pay for your idolatrous sins. Then you shall know that I am the Lord God. Man, that's pretty harsh. They shall pay for their idolatrous sins. God does not play around when it comes to idolatry. Lord, I just pray for grace, mercy. Shine us with the angels, keep us. Continue to just fill us with your power, your love, your spirit. Lord, continue to sustain me while I go through this season of singleness. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. 
Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages or the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody, everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you've never asked Jesus into your heart, or you've walked away from him, and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name I pray. Amen.